Read it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Tuesday, April twenty third. Can you believe it's already the end of April? No. <laughs> I don't know. That is insane to me. It was it was warm today. It was beautiful today. I um I enjoyed my time outside this afternoon uh, as much as possible, and it was great. Hope you did. I don't know if you've had a chance to. You just got home from work. So. Yeah, I got outside when I could. There you go. Um, sorry for coming out, you guys, so late. It's obviously uh, Easter holiday. Uh, spending time with friends and family, enjoying that. Uh, but hey, we're here, and that's all that matters. That's all that counts. I'm wearing my baseball shirt. If you haven't bought it, go buy one. They're still yeah. available. Yeah, well, I've, I don't know what you're doing. I've now worn it um, out. I've worn it. I've worked in it. I've done everything, and now I'm doing a show in it. I've done everything you can possibly do. Does it make you better at baseball? <laughs> There's not a lot of hope for me <laughs> in baseball. So, um, I mean, it, it's it made me a better man, I can tell already. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was really excited to bring you all tonight's show just because, I mean, a lot of exciting stuff's happened um, in Tennessee athletics, I mean, just in sports in general. And I feel like it's been, I mean, it's only been seven days, but I feel like it's been forever since we've yeah. been, been together doing uh, – Talking this stuff. I know you talked about doing Game of Thrones. What did you think about tonight, last night's episode? Or tonight, Sunday night's episode? I thought it was good for character development. Some I people... Thought, I thought um, it was really good. Yeah. Um, it was probably the most, like, the best written episode that yeah, I've seen in a, in a while. It's definitely up there. Um, I agreed with somebody's take. They said that should have been, which I, I, I told you all. I wasn't a fan of the first episode. I felt like it was a lot of just, like, like recapping. Mm-hmm. but I understood why they had to do a lot of it, but I wish they could have done it maybe faster. And then last night, I feel like I agree. Somebody, somebody's take was, I feel like episode two should have been episode one with like a little bit of yeah, I people feel like arriving. Yeah. People are, I mean, I guess the big thing about when ending episode one was Jamie getting to Winterfell. Yeah. I guess was the big thing. So that's fair. But I mean, I, I enjoyed last night's episode. I thought it was really good. I'm trying to figure out how they'll do the big battle now because I don't know. They're going to do something to us. They're going to mess us up. I do think... I'm with Grant Williams. I think Tyrion <laughs> is dead. Oh, um, yeah. No, they were foreshadowing the crap out of that. Yeah. He's, he's dying. He's talked about his <laughs> last day. Like He is dead. Yeah. He's dead. Easy. What about... I mean, I didn't... I don't know. I guess the Arya thing only got to me because people were like tweeting about it. If I had just seen it... Because I didn't think twice about it when I was watching it. I was like, this just feels like a Game of Thrones scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, it's definitely Game of Thrones scenes are weird. It's definitely weird for me because I started Game of Thrones three months ago, yeah. and Arya's twelve. Yeah, that, and then like you turn around two, three months later, and you're like, you're, "This is weird." Yeah, and then she's like doing it with a guy with a which I mean, full chest hair that can I, swing a hammer. Yeah. I think in Game of Thrones, I mean, she would be like twenty five now, right? Timeline wise, I'm not. Sh- I not know t- maybe nineteen. Is that I know it? like the most like. Research thing that day was, was like her how actual old age. Arya Stark. Like, can I be watching this? Am I going to legally yeah. get in trouble? I don't yeah, know. it was a good episode. I hope if you're a Game of Thrones fan or if you just, I feel like a lot of people are casually watching it. Kind of like I'm definitely not like a, I'm not a diehard fan of it. Like I'll admit that, but I enjoy it and I enjoyed last night's episode. So, so what group would you have been in? Like, if you thought this might be your last day, would you be like Sansa and Theon, where they just like enjoyed each other? No, nah, I'm getting drunk. Or would you be like Arya? Or would you be like be singing and getting drunk by the fire? Singing and getting drunk by the fire. That's that's probably what I'd be doing. I probably couldn't get laid, so I'm going to give up. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give up and not, you know, like, I'm not going to sulk the night before I die. and like, man, couldn't get any girl at the bar. I'm just going to go home yeah. and drink by my, drink with my buddies by the fire. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Um, I know my role in life, so that's that's a, that's what I'm sticking to. <laughs> um, I, I'm aware of myself. Uh yeah, it was a good episode though. I'm I'm excited for the, the next one. Uh, really good ending, like that gets you pumped for next week. Yeah, and if you notice, like Tyrion is looking over the wall, and like you wonder if like he's looking to just, his death. I kind of wonder if he was just looking at the wall. Like, could he actually <laughs> he see, see over it? Over. Like, I don't know. Sorry. I love that they made it joke. the wall funny. exactly where he could fit his little head in <laughs> yeah. between the two, like, like the higher points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. Um, speaking of hot points, Tennessee baseball. Like Tennessee that, baseball. You like that segue? Wow. Dude, I mean, Kentucky's not good. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat no. a sweep. But it's a sweep in SEC play, and now you've won um, five of your last – no, better than that in SEC play. You've won seven, six of your last eight, I think, 
an SEC yeah, play. So you, you you're 4-0 last week. 6 last 5 nine. and 1 um over your last five, okay. Yeah, so yeah. 5 and 1 5 over and 1 over last 6, six yeah. SEC games. Um so yeah, big weekend. Uh we started Thursday night. Um Garrett Crochet got the start. Um 6 hits, 8 strikeouts. Um Kentucky was up. Two to one uh, going into the eighth inning, um, and then Alex Solare does it again, hits a two-run no doubter over the wall in left field, and hits a light um, light post. And then Durke hit a solo shot. He had a great series. Um, came in, um, pinched hit a lot, and was that designated hitter. And now that fat Ma- facts Max Max Ferguson is out. Um, he got hit by a pitch on Saturday, so he's out. So it looks like Durke got the start tonight against Gardner Webb, and he'll probably be the starter at first base going forward until yeah Ferguson's back. It looks like a couple he's weeks, out right? for, yeah, about three weeks. Um, that's the same timetable as Luke Lipsius, who also played first at the beginning of the season. So kind of wondering where they go when they get all these first basemen back. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I was definitely a half. Uh, half glass full way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. So they got the win on Thursday, four to two, and then Friday was just a freaking show. They just I love the show. I love the tweet, the yeah. final score tweet. Yeah, like a lot to one or whatever. Yeah. Um. So the and it was all that it wasn't all, but the bottom of the lineup really showed up. Uh, Martinez who bats six at three hits. Rucker who bats eight eighth had two hits. Pavoloni. Um, had two hits on the night. The team had 13 hits, 14 RBIs, um, and there wasn't. It, it was a it was a great defensive effort for Garrett Stallings. Just great, uh, great pitching. He's seven and two now on the year, which is second in the SEC. Uh, pitch for seven innings, um, six hits, eight strikeouts, and we won that game 16 to one, the most we scored in an SEC game since 2010. And we beat Georgia like twenty five to two or something, twenty five to five, yeah. something like that. Um, then Saturday, Lingenfelder got the start, won that game eight to two. Um, there was it looked like a defensive battle until the sixth inning, um, and base, bases were loaded with Lipsius, and then um, he grounded out for an RBI. Slari doubles, brings in two more runs. Uh, Russell um, singled to make it four zero. Um, and then Ammons brought in two runs in the eighth, and it just put the game out of reach. And uh, so Solari in that game had two hits. Evan Russell had two hits. Um, so let me just read off some stats for you guys. So it was our first SEC road series since April 7th of 2017 against Florida. Wow. First sweep against Kentucky since 2004 um, and first in Lexington since 2001. And then first SEC road sweep since 2010 against Georgia. And we reached 30 wins for the first time since 2014. And that team went 31-24. and 24. So I think we have 15 games left. Yeah. Um, and we're tied at 31 right now. And then um, they outscored um, Kentucky 28-5 to and took sole possession of third place in the East. Yeah, and it's the standings are pretty wild. Have you looked at the West standings? Yeah, it's crazy. So... If you think the West is good in football, guys, um, our our uh, nine and nine record, which is a cool, you know, nice record, uh, especially for the teams we played. I, I do want to note that the teams we yeah. played, um, not a not a bad record, but that would only be good enough for seventh in the, or mm-hmm. maybe yeah, seventh in the in the West. Yeah. So, and then you go play the best team next weekend or this coming weekend, excuse me, um, in uh, in the West Division. You go play them on the on the. Yeah, the road, and they right? just swept number two Mississippi State. Yeah, um, so last weekend, so it's certainly a good team. Certainly um, doesn't get easier. I mean, you look at our schedule, and it's like you you do have Missouri, which um, you know is is a little bit back there. But other than that, I mean, you play Ole Miss, uh, Florida, and that's at Florida. Yep. You it doesn't get easier. No. You mentioned those thirty wins uh, with the way the East is looking. You're you're sure to be in the at least in Hoover. Oh, right, gotta <laughs> I, mean, I mean, at this point, you got to be. So that's nice, but um, yeah, I, I do want. I did. I mean, I noticed that. I noted that on Twitter. Nobody liked that. I guess I don't know. I thought that was a crazy stat. I'll go like it for you. I thought it was a crazy stat. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it, it is. 
It's ridiculous. I yeah. think SEC Network like tweeted something about it. It was just like, look well, at the... Well, dang it. Yeah. Stolen, I'm sure. Yeah, they stole Stolen Valor. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, homecoming this week for Tony Vitello going back to Arkansas. Um, I hate that they're so good. Really good. Um, Probably not. Going to be a tough, tough series But Tennessee series is win. just led by their pitching. That when they put Crochet, um, that just gives them a whole different aspect. It is um, a guy who can bring the heat, has a decent off-speed pitch. Um, a guy that can just, you know, he's so tall and lanky that it's it's like mentally messing with hitters. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Um, he's like intimidating on the mound. So um, having him on the mound and then you have Red, uh, Redmond Walsh and Andrew Schultz coming out of the pen. Um, and they, they pitch well. Canvin Swell, he got um, – he came out of the pen. He's usually a starter, um, a midweek starter. He's a true freshman. Um, he came out of the pen and got us out of a jam. So you, you've proven that you have guys that can come in there and get the job done when your starters have given you seven solid innings. So Yeah. And that's how Tennessee's doing. They're, they're just getting enough offense to beat teams, um, especially those really good teams. They're able to get enough offense to, to do that through the top of their lineup. But if you look at Saturday, if the bottom of their lineup can hit like that um, and pitching is still where it's at, you know, this team is going to be tough to beat this this coming postseason. Right. Absolutely. Sure. Um, we also have some Twitter questions. About uh, baseball? Um, about, Dang. yeah. Baseball our, is. Our boy is back, Neela Mafia. He's back on Twitter. He is Good to see you back. I heard yeah. it was a rough go around for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, his first question doesn't have to do with baseball, but I'll go ahead and read it. He said, is Giants Milk approved by the NCAA for feeding to the Vols? I hope so. Yeah, we definitely anywhere you can get Giants milk, we need to find it. Um, we need to mine it or whatever you do to it. <laughs> I don't think you mine that stuff. Um, you can, uh, or you can just heat it up. I think you, know, you got to go up. I think you got to go about it a bit different than mine. Yeah. Um, I don't know where you get Giants milk. I kind of don't really want to know. I know. I was told where. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, then he asked, "Is Vitello truly legit, or is he just a, or is it just a hot streak?" I think that's tough to say. I mean, you did see improvement last year, yeah. which is good. And then, but you did fail them. You, you you failed to get to Hoover when you should have. We we talked about that. Um, and, and then you're in a you're halfway through a second season. And again, you've gotten better. I think since day one, you beat some teams that you maybe shouldn't have beat, but you've also lost. A, you you got swept by some teams. We talked about not getting swept in the SEC this year or in a series this year. Um, it's tough to say. We're trending in the right direction. I think that was kind of our point with a lot of our new coaches that we've got on campus, um, football in particular, is like it's really hard to say right now, but at least we're trending in the right direction. I feel like that's the case with baseball. Um, you've gotten better every year or each year. You've gotten better throughout the year. What more can you ask for? Yeah. I think he's definitely trending in the right direction. You you talked about that 30 win just to get to that mark. And you – I mean, yeah, you played this probably the same – at least the same schedule – uh, as those, those teams in, in pre, you know, in the, those early season games, but I mean, there were also some pretty, you know, challenging opponents in that mark too. So that thirty win mark still wasn't easy to get to. Yeah. So and, and I would say that it'd be more of a hot streak if you didn't do this throughout the whole season. Um, but you've proven. I think we're on. We're like sixteen and one at one point. Um, so you've proven you can beat, you know, the non-conference teams. Pretty yeah. soundly. Right. Um, then you get in the SEC play and you're competing. Didn't start off the off great with, you know, getting swept by Auburn, but you bounce back and beat a number 24 South Carolina. You take one from number four Vandy. Uh, you beat Mississippi State one time, who's number five. And then you go beat the number two team in the country, Georgia, yep. um, twice. And then the third game was whatever. But And then you go sweep Kentucky, somebody that you should beat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but they they weren't able to steal a game from you, and I think that's what it's huge. I, yeah, I feel like this team hasn't done that in a long time, where they just beat the teams they should. Yeah, um, and compete with the rest of the SEC. Oh, absolutely. He's definitely he's heading the right right direction as far as um. And he's a good looking dude. He is, and he's he's a he's, a, he's well spoken, and uh, he tells it like it is. That man is yeah. 
I feel like that's good to be having a call in any coach, but especially a college coach. I definitely enjoy when he's like on sports talk or just doing an interview after the game. He just sounds like a, a good baseball coach. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he just doesn't sugarcoat anything. No, he, not at all. Um, I, I definitely like where we're going with Tony Vitello. I, I mean, it's just, I feel like year two, halfway through year two is always too early to say with any coach, um, especially in, I mean, I guess college baseball could be different, but. Um, as far as recruiting goes, you're still playing with a lot of the other guys. Guys, um, get your own guys in there, and um, you know, kind of see what happens. But I mean, at the same time, you still got to coach him. Yeah. And just what he's done with this program, it's definitely worth noting. Uh, yeah, I don't I mean he could. It could be he's just hot right now, but I hope it's. I yeah. hope he's just. I yeah. hope it's more trending in the, the right direction. The recruiting he does, you know, his first comment was when he got hired in. In his press conference, is like I'm married to the game. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> yeah, he's married to the game. Sorry. I mean that that doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't mean that, but he won't marry you. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, yeah, I mean a lot of them want to lock that man down. Um, I, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I like the way we're going with Vitello. Is that the only baseball question, or do they yeah. want to? Do, okay. And um, somebody said Brody, um, the Marine, the Machine, the Marine. <laughs> Um, he said that you get Giants milk straight from the teat. Yeah, you do. That's, you do. that's correct. It's absolutely correct. I feel like um, there's another place you can get it. I feel like black market. I mean, that's obviously where it comes from, <laughs> but I feel like you can get it other places. I mean, maybe. Maybe somebody should have a drink Giants milk. They should now. Yeah. They definitely should now. Um, like eggnog or something, but like with protein in it. Yeah, something. I don't want to drink it. That's <laughs> gross. Uh, looking at basketball news, I mean, not a ton's happened in basketball. I mean, I guess the big thing, do I don't know if we missed the mark. Might be too late. I mean, what what about Rick Barnes' comments about, yeah, if they'd paid the buyout, it would have went. Um, I'm not looking into it. I'm kind of looking into what happened today. I, which one? So, Rick, so Seth. Oh, Davis, yeah, but did you see Rick Barnes' comments back? Yeah. Okay. So, that I mean, that's, his comments from that's what he said. He gave us the truth. Right. Like why would he be honest about that and then not be Yeah. And then, you know, Seth Davis comes out and says that the AD from UCLA said that Rick Barnes reached out to him first. And Rick Barnes said that's absolutely a lie. Yeah. Um he said that a representative of UCLA, he didn't say AD. He didn't say that. No. Um but he said a representative of UCLA reached out to him first. Yeah. I I, I want to mention his comments about um about saying you know saying if the buyout had been there I probably am the coach number one he didn't say for sure yeah um and then everyone calling him a fake Christian I don't really understand that like I, I mean I feel like I don't know what sign Rick Barnes is looking for or what kind of clarity but in my head if I'm like hey show me some clarity and he's like okay you'd have to pay five million dollars of your own money to come here I'm like oh well okay that seems like some clarity to stay put yeah <laughs> um I don't know again I don't know what Rick Barnes is looking for that's between him and him and God. Um, but I will say, uh, as far as him just saying that everyone wants honesty. And then when you get honesty, you're up, you're pissed about it. It's the, it's like the, it's like guys and I'm, I mean, every guy's the same way. It's like when your girlfriend dumps you and you're like, just, I want to know why. And she's like, yeah. you're ugly. And you're like, dang, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. To yeah. Get. It's like, I it's mean, thank you. It's th- me. Th- thanks for telling me the truth, I guess. But like that sucked. Like, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess people are like, but she's saying, like, if the hotter guy had hit her up, she would be with him and not you. I'm like, ah, I mean, that's different, guys. Like, it's not the same yeah. thing. It's a job. And the fact of the matter is, it didn't feel right because of the buyout, so he stayed where he felt like he belonged. Yeah. And, I mean, he's happy, obviously. Like You got you to usher. You just got to let it burn. And, like, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't agree with Russell Wilson's uh, new salary or whatever. But, like, looking at the Seahawks – if you don't re-sign him to that deal, like he has all the leverage. Because if you don't re-sign him to that deal, what quarterback do you go out and get? Uh, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> and you're still paying the same amount of money because that's what his agent wants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, seriously, like, why would you? I mean, yeah, it sucks paying that amount of money, but you know what you're going to get out of Russell Wilson, and he's on the top. He's on the upper end of quarterbacks in the NFL currently. Oh yeah. So you know what you're going to get. Why try to start over with a rookie or try to go sign somebody to a bet like? I feel like that's what we did with Rick Barnes. Is he worth the money? Uh, personally, maybe not. 
But why start over when we have something good? Yeah, like, exactly. Stay with what you got. When you have the money, pay spend it. it. Exactly. Like, yeah. pay the man. Well, yeah. What are we holding it for? Yeah. Are we waiting on something else. He had the leverage, and we had to. We had to pay up. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, we're already on a downside in football. Why would we try to go back down in basketball? I mean, I just I don't think people like everyone's upset. Who was I talking to? I don't remember, but he was all this old man. I don't know who it was. Pissed off about the Russell Wilson contract, and I was like, I mean, do you not understand the leverage situation? Situation. Like, there's no good quarterback, or not no, but there's not many good quarterbacks in the NFL. Hey, Mark Sanchez. Is up. He's phenomenal. Brody said Uncle Rico. Yeah. So, I agree 100%. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know who else you go out and sign. I feel like the Russell Wilson contract, was it a little much? Probably. Was it worth it? Probably. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody knew that was the case in the Rick Barnes situation Anyway, yeah. so I don't know why people were upset that he actually said <laughs> right. what we all knew. Like, they said that. They were like, if the buyout's there, he's gone. And then he said, he's like, yep, the buyout's there, I'm probably gone. And you're like, yeah, I don't get why people are mad. I don't <laughs> like understand. you knew. You knew. I don't understand. And everyone's like, regular season Rick or whatever. And I'm like, well, I enjoyed the regular season, so I guess I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I yeah, I mean, I hope he does better. I hope we get past it. We've got better... Uh, Sean Fincham, he's my stupidity, stupidity's not segment we're doing today, but I'm going to throw it in there. Nice. He tweeted, and he's mad at Rick for faking Christianity. He definitely just faked it for this. He was like, I, I wish I had the comment right in front of me. It's screenshotted on my phone. I, I did comment on Facebook. He's all mad because he thinks Rick used Christianity to hide why he stayed when it was actually about the buyout. And then I'm like, Sean, you need to quit trying to hide Christianity for the reason. Because he's like, I, as a Christian, that makes me mad. I'm like, you need to quit trying to hide behind Christianity as a reason to hate Rick Barnes. You've hated him forever. It used to be about recruiting. Then he went out and got a four and a five star. Yeah. You now you can't. What are you going to hate him about you now? You need to find something else. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, he wears terrible socks. I hate it. Yeah. So his ties could get he better. He's at a black horse. His ties look like, he, I think, could get better. He wears ties like when he was at Texas, he knew he could end up at Tennessee. So he like went right down the middle. He's like, can't do burn orange, can't do Tennessee orange. Find me right in the middle. No, he's he's just a guy that just like give me an orange tie. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, he just like it's, I don't care what. Yeah, it's definitely it's not orange. It, it's definitely not Tennessee and it's definitely not Texas. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's not. It's like it's Oregon not, State. It's not good. Oklahoma State. It's not good looking. I know that. Yeah. So get him some new ties. Maybe with that new contract, he can go to uh, go get him some new ties. I don't know. Yeah, maybe the Vol Shop. Yeah, Vol Vol yeah, Shop has they, some ugly Tennessee ties. Yeah, they also have some good ones though. Um, I do like the Vol Shop. They Shout sponsor out. us, so you know. Just throw them out there. Actually, they had four ninety eight hats today. I had no clue. I would have went. Yeah, I, I had I mean, some free time. Obviously, at I lunch. wouldn't have, but I would have been like, "Hey, Caleb, cool, go get me a four ninety eight hat. Here's five bucks." Is it anything else basketball news wise other than like it looks like Jordan yeah. Bowen is one hundred percent going to the NBA? Yeah, so <laughs> okay, that, that's what I want to point out. Jordan Bowen has bagged up everything. He's out of his lease. I don't know if that's true or not, but it looks like he's gone. And if you were to talk, if you were to if you could have told me before the season ended that Bo- Jordan Bone and Grant Williams will declare for the draft and one of them comes back, I would have said Jordan Bone comes back a yeah. hundred times over. Yeah, I think so. I agree. But now it's like Grant Williams has a better shot at coming back than Jordan Bone. I think both of them could benefit from another year. I think both of them also have the tools to be able to go in the NBA yeah. right now. So, I just don't I'm split, but I, I don't see because Grant Williams is always on people's draft boards. Right, Jordan Bone is not. No, so I mean, it's going to take him to just wow people to, you know, get up in that draft conversation. Man's ready and, to get paid, and Grant has been the focal point of this team for two years, at least two yeah. years. Um, and so I don't know what else besides like team wise what he can accomplish. Um. Because, I mean, it's not like he's going to get worse in the NBA. Right. I don't know why people think, like, oh, come back and um, work on your three-point shot. Like, you're not thinking he's going to work on that? He don't have to go to school anymore. He's definitely going to work on the only thing that he's supposed to do. Hey, he will go to his walking class every Wednesday. Yeah. Something. I'm just like, dude. Like, Ra- maybe he'll take racquetball. Maybe you, bowling. You he should take bowling. You don't just top out when you get to college. Right. I mean, look at James Harden. Yeah. Look at Kawhi Leonard. He went to San Diego State. Nobody even knew who that guy was. Yeah. I'd, I mean, Grant Williams could definitely benefit from another year. Now, he'd need to change his game to like necessarily benefit. But yeah. 
And I mean, I hate the injury thing. I'm kind of like, I mean, if he gets injured next year, he probably, and yeah, he gets a contract, but he probably gets injured in his first year as an NBA player. Yeah. Like, just where do you get injured is kind of the difference. But Jordan Bone, I I feel like he could come back and be the focal point of this offense and, you know, of, of this team. And for this, this to be like his year. Yeah. His year to shine, his year to, you know, make a statement that he belongs in the NBA. Um, and not that I don't hate that he goes. I mean, I'd love to see him come back, but like if he goes, like good luck. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I like I said, I think they could both go right now. Like it's definitely like realistic. Jordan will probably get drafted, but you know, I definitely would. Like you said, you pick, you would have picked Grant. Yeah. But right now, Grant's still work, which Grant's still in school. It looks like Jordan may not be. I don't know where he was working out at. He wasn't at UT's facility. He wasn't in UT gear like practice gear yeah grant had a picture the other day in ut practice gear in the facility with a coach yeah so i know where my money lies if we're gonna bet oh, on yeah. who's, who's going and it's who's crazy. staying um but i i definitely think the Jalen cone um tennessee offered him to reclassify he's the number 11 point guard in the country um a four star and the number 83 player um i think in the country as well they offered him to reclassify to this 2000 yeah, yeah. So they may know Jordan's well on his way out. Yeah, and um, they must know. That was kind of like ding ding. It yeah. looks like he's right, definitely gone. Absolutely. Um, don't disagree one bit. Looks like we will be looking for another guy to run our offense. Maybe Josiah James. Hey, I don't maybe care. <laughs> run it. Do it. Five star. Let's go. Um, looking over. Let's look at the NFL draft real quick because that's coming up this week, this Friday, right? Yeah. Or is it Thursday? Thursday, Thursday, Thursday's the first day. Yes. Uh, round one, round two, Thursday night, um, or however it goes. I, I really don't. I don't know. I'm not crazy about the NFL draft as much as, as most people. You don't like the draft, man? I, I've never been big into it. I, I, I definitely think like because you don't have like a real team that no. you just love, so that might be. It's it's easier like last year. Like okay, last year I was like I'm a, like I'm a Baker fan. You know that. But like I was really did not think he should have gone number one. Yeah. So, but obviously, yeah, it is easier when you have some kind of reading interest. Um, because it was cool. It was cool to see him go number one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I that that's probably true. That it helps that I don't or hurts that I don't have a a team that I necessarily root for. Um, I would love to have gone. God, it kills me. It would have been fun. It would be fun. I think it would be much more fun to be there. Yeah. Then and and if the Panthers had like a. Better pick. They're 16th, so, <laughs> like, it's not, like, a great pick, and it's not a terrible pick either. So, it, there just wasn't, like – and did you see how many people were supposed to be in Nashville this weekend? No, but I can imagine. It's, like, 300,000. I mean – For all these events that's going yeah. on. Yeah. And if they had – if the Preds had won last night, they would seven would have been in Nashville, too. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah thank so, God. I'm sure they're happy. I'm sure, like, they're – yeah, yeah. I, was, I mean, I've been listening and reading about it, and it's supposed to be just an absolute wild event. So, yeah, just because of like you said, all that's going on, and so just what right. Nashville is. Do you think he goes number one? I feel like he. I mean, I I don't agree with it. I'm not a big take a quarterback number one, especially an undersized guy. Yeah, especially one that like doesn't fit that pro style quarterback mold. I guess like Peyton Manning, obviously. Yeah. Um. Aaron Rodgers probably would have been a, a number one. Or was he a number one pick? Mm-hmm. He was. Was he? Number one? First round. Yeah, first one. round. I don't know. Um, Jameis Winston, maybe. I'm like, I'm trying to think of when he came out of college. Like, would I have said yes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know about I don't know about Aaron Rodgers saying he was number one. So, I don't know. But, but I mean, like, he, like, Kyler Murray doesn't fit that. He's kind of like I hate Baker. That, I hate that, and I hate that size dictates so much. But at this level, like it just does. I mean, it does. And yeah. and Kyler doesn't have the same playing style as Baker. No, to make up for that size difference. But I, I think he has a similar style to Russell Wilson. In a way, yeah. he, he's a smaller quarterback. He's mobile. I was thinking. I feel like Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I feel like. Damn. I feel like the way he moves. He, he reminds me of, yeah. I mean, he reminds me of like a Lamar Jackson esque that can throw. 
Yeah. I mean, he definitely has a he definitely has a huge arm. Yeah. His I mean, huge he's got arm. a cannon. And I mean, yeah. So Rod, whatever they're doing, Rod's it got picked like twenty four. Okay. So. Yeah, I was. I knew his first round. Just yeah. I was like, ah. Um, but yeah, Kyler Murray like has a cannon. Obviously, what they're doing at Oklahoma, they're getting these guys guys prepared to be not just really good in college, but they proved it with Baker at uh, whatever Lincoln Riley's doing. Yeah, I mean, he's ready to take over. I don't know if Kyler Murray. I don't. I mean, I didn't. I haven't read much about him. He wasn't as flashy as Baker, so you didn't have as many stories and. So yeah, I, I I don't know what kind, I don't know yeah I don't know what he is on the field and that I mean that's my fault for not really looking and I'm sure I could figure it out but Baker also just kind of had that factor where he wanted the attention and he wanted to he he seemed like seems like a quarterback yeah so yeah and Kyler Murray like I I'm a huge fan of his I know you like Baker but I don't know I guess him playing baseball kind of was cool and him being at Texas A and M not working out. Or not Texas A&M, Texas Tech. No, A&M. Texas A&M. Yeah, he's at Texas A&M, um, and then and then goes to um, Oklahoma where he thought he was going to start, and then a guy named Baker Mayfield was there, um, and then he comes in and, and wins the Hosman in his last year of eligibility, and uh, and then is picked eighth in the MLB draft overall. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, and was a top prospect coming out of college in in both sports right yeah i mean i coming out of high school yeah i probably i probably play baseball at this point but i'm not good at either sport so i can't really i don't have a good opinion about that and it like you you think about the money um but i mean if you enjoy it yeah oh absolutely yeah do you yeah if you want to play football more play football more but i mean if it doesn't work out you're gonna look oh yep i mean i feel like baseball is probably easier to go back to yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that. I mean, it's less I don't like, I don't know much about it, but I feel like it's easier. Yeah, I it just seems like a sport that like now playing there's not as maybe not pitching, but playing a position. Yeah, and there's not as I feel like there's not as much mental. Yeah, in terms of like, I feel like guys who sit out from football because it's like it's a mental it's like mental quickly like, processing. Yeah, like how fast you have to process things in football. I feel like it's not the same in yeah. baseball, especially like like imagine not imagine not running football plays for a year and then trying to go play professional football. Yeah, I mean especially quarterback. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that. That would. Or it's like no way. Imagine playing in the outfield for a year, not or not playing in the outfield for a year and then trying to go play. Like. Yeah. Different, and then hitting's probably going to take you a while to get to. But they also have the minor leagues where you can yeah. work your way through. Yeah. So it's I definitely like, just a different animal. I feel like and you can practice baseball a lot better than you can practice football. Like you can do drills and stuff, but Mechanic, until, yeah. yeah, until you're out like playing a real game. That's why you have preseason games. Like that's yeah. exactly why. Yeah. So and and baseball it's like you can hit you can hit off like that speed. You have you can face other pitchers, but you can't like yeah, the game of football is just so much different. It's a very different animal from practice sure. than, than live. I mean, I know Tim Tebow is a freak athlete. Obviously, Kyle Murray is too. But I mean, look at Tim Tebow. He he'll probably be in the majors at some point this year. Yeah, and he didn't play. He didn't play bat or baseball since high school. Yep. So yeah, and it's it's crazy. Like they wanted to put. He was on his way, and then they, you know, he got hurt, and they were wanting to put people in the seat because the Mets were horrible, and then they go in and get Robinson Cano. Yeah. Um, so you wonder if that might take a little bit more of Tim Tebow to get there. Maybe some more injury the injuries that have to yeah. take place for or, him to be or there. Or just because like people like want to see them. They're supposed yeah. to be a lot better. Um and then, you know, that might hinder him getting up there. Maybe he gets traded possible. then. Yeah. They don't need him anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like baseball's weird about trades in terms of that. So which I guess yeah. other team, other sports are too. Where I'm like, you don't use them, you don't need them. And I'm sure the farm system, you can probably get money like their from farm them. system is like, please let us keep him. Yeah, because like it's, it's helping us. It's true. Um, Nick Bosa, you have him going at number two. Yep. Nick Bosa kind of pisses me off. I don't know. I just hate that the guy he's going to San Francisco, but I hate that the guy can just be like, I don't want to play anymore for Ohio State. I don't even want to try to play anymore. I'm going to focus on, it. and you get to go number two. Yep. It's I don't know. As his teammate, I'd be like, all right, f you, dude. Like we don't like you either. I guess. Yeah. Um, Quentin Williams, number four or number three? Sorry, no, I got Allen. Oh, you got Allen going at number three. Yep. Okay. 
We'll switch up. And then I got Quinn. Then, okay, Allen it. I've got Allen at four to the Raiders. Yep. What's going on at the Raiders? So, I missed all this crap. So, so what's – like, all I did is saw where they sent all the scouts home. I didn't see what hap- what led to the scouts being sent. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know that either. I don't understand the Raiders, period. They're moving to Las <laughs> Vegas, which makes no sense. But not for, like, three more years. They hired John Gruden, who hadn't coached in hey. a decade. Hey. I know Tennessee was trying to get him. Hey. Easy on Groomers, the Gruden. But Easy on the Gruden. It didn't happen. Um, I feel like we might be better off. Yeah. Maybe. Question? I mean, it's looking like it right now. Tennessee looks like in a better position than the Raiders are. Right. So Let me ask you this. Because um, the draft's pretty, I feel like, straightforward this year. Except for maybe this question. Who's the second quarterback to go? Dwayne Haskins. You don't think Drew Locke? No. Rumor, rumor is the Broncos traded up for Drew Locke. If they trade up, then maybe. But if it stayed the way it is, I feel like the Giants take Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke goes 10th to the Broncos. Okay. That's my that's that's what okay. I have. I'm I don't know how I feel about Dwayne Haskins right now. Um I mean great arm talent. I don't I I just I don't know. I wish I could have I'm seen definitely more not, of him. I'm definitely not convinced about Drew Locke. I'll say that. Yeah. I'm not convinced about sure. him. I, I'm like me personally, I don't really just love any quarterback in this class. No, I don't either. I haven't I didn't really love anybody last year either. Yeah. Even Baker, like I was like, I mean, size is a question mark. Yeah, I mean, and you had like guys, you had four guys going like the top fifteen. Yeah, something like that. It's wild. Which I mean, I think Sam Darnold could be decent at New York. I feel like there's going to be one quarterback in this, like, because I feel like three or four are going to go in the first round. Yeah. Um, I feel like one is going to be really good, and I think it all depends on what team drafts who. I think if the Giants take a quarterback and they can get like a year decent, close to a year decent out of Eli, where he can just get comfortable behind Eli, I think that would be big for whatever quarterback they took. Yeah, but I think with the Cardinals, it just doesn't look good. Kyler Murray is a question mark. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury is a question mark. That whole staff – yeah, it, it would the Cardinals. The the roster is just a question mark. So I don't. Ugh. It would definitely be difficult. The Cardinals is, would be a difficult position to be put in. Yeah, currently, definitely. I do, do not disagree with that one bit. Um, but I think with six with the Giants, you have a, a good defense. You have a good running back. Um, you got some receivers that you can throw to. So yep. I feel like the Giants would be more ideal. Um, I don't know about the Broncos. They got a good defense, but other than that, um. <laughs> They've traded, like, all their wide receivers. Yeah. So, I don't – I don't know. Um, too early. Too early to look at football or not. All right, let's look at it. Good deal. 2019 schedule, I think it already been released, but I guess maybe the dates weren't 100%. Like, I knew – I thought we knew we had – I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But it's a, it was, like, officially released on the Twitter, uh, on the football team's Twitter. Everybody was – Started some predictions, some early predictions. I mean, I think so many question marks around this team. Um, it's really tough to predict where we're at. Maybe just hop down the schedule. Yeah. So the dates are official. Right, right. I was saying, I thought I'd seen the schedule before. Maybe the dates weren't official then. Oh. Okay. But then the official release last gotcha. week. Okay. You got, you got the dates. Yeah. So may, maybe that's what it was. Um, so we'll just hop down the schedule here. Two early football predictions. Again, ton of question marks on this team. Um, not real sure coming out of spring. You saw some positives, obviously, but still plenty of question marks. Yep. Um, and then you got even have a question mark on the staff as far as our offense goes because you get a new offense coordinator in, um, and it just looks different. But we'll hop down it. Uh, August 31st against Georgia State. I think we're both going to say win there. I think I got a win. I think I got a win. I hope we have a win. Yeah. Uh, September 7th. Sees BYU in Knoxville. I'm I'm excited for this game. Yeah, because it's it's not a terrible opponent. It's not a great opponent, but it's not terrible. It's it's not a Georgia State. Yeah, and Chattanooga. it's a team you don't normally play. Right. Um, I, I I like the BYU matchup for sure. Yeah. Um. But I think I think we take the win. I agree. I hope. Anyway, <laughs> I I think we win that game. Um. And then September 14th, Chattanooga. You know, you guys know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Your boy Caleb loves playing the in-state opponents. I think it's really cool. I think we should do uh, an in-state Tennessee opponent should be on the schedule every single year. Uh, you know, you should work that out. Yep. Um, so Chattanooga comes to town. Uh, I've got Tennessee winning that one as well. Same. And then we go to Florida, September twenty-first. 
and I'm going to go Florida. I just don't think we have the firepower to stay with them. I hate that we've made Fleet Franks look like a freaking all-SEC quarterback yep. twice. I just don't – with Dan Mullen being able to coach – and I'm not super high on Dan Mullen, but, I mean, he's a, he's obviously done well with quarterbacks. He's he's goofy, but he's done good at, at Florida, decent at Florida. Yep. I just don't see us beating Florida. I don't either. I, I would feel a lot better if it was at home, um, but I also felt good going into Florida last year when we were at home. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, the L for Tennessee on that one as well. Okay. Um, so, lot two losses at Florida in Gainesville. And then we bring Georgia back to Knoxville after an open date. I'm going to go Georgia. Yeah, same. I, I they just have too much. I mean, I think I think the only way you can potentially make this a game with them is you fix every single problem on the offensive line by then. And that that's the only way. Yeah, and I think you you got to get like three or four more turnovers yeah. than you do. Well, I just I feel like your playmakers match up well, but as far as the line goes, you can't yeah. can't do anything. Um and then Mississippi State, which is, you know, great because we're going to come in and see a really nice Bob Shoot run defense mm-hmm. <laughs> in Neyland. And no, he's no longer wearing orange when we had those terrible defenses. So, but we see Mississippi State. We talk, you know, we don't get to see the West opponents all the time, so that's nice. Um, they do come to Knoxville on October twelfth, uh, but I've got Mississippi State winning that one. Yeah, I also do. I just think we don't do well against former coaches. No, um, and Mississippi State always has a, a good defense and some playmakers on offense, and I just I hope it's close. Right. I think it will be close, um, but I I just think. Right now, where the two programs are at, Mississippi State wins. I, I agree, obviously. Um, then we go to Alabama the next week. And I'm going to have to go Alabama only because Nick Saban has a robotic hip, though. That's the only reason I'm going with it. Yeah. Otherwise, if he hadn't had that robotic hip put in, I'm taking Tennessee every day of the week. Yeah, I feel like two his little brother will probably play at halftime. Um, may play the whole game. He's yeah. banged up, you know. Yeah, he might. Um, but, yeah. Alabama all the way. Absolutely. Uh, October 26th, though, we come back to Knoxville to face South Carolina. And I'm going to go Tennessee on this one. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm taking I'm, the Vols. I'm going Vols. I think uh, – oh, my gosh. Uh, what's his name? He ends his run of being able to beat up on us. Uh, freaking – good God. You know. You know who he is. Why can I not think of his dang name? I can't. Will Muschamp. I can't think of it either. That's right. We do not respect you one bit. I don't care how many times you beat us. Um, But, yeah, I think, you know, about his little reign of terror about ended last year against a terrible Tennessee team. Um, And we just get better at just about every position this year. Um, Or we return starters who I think should improve. I've got got us beating South Carolina. I do too. November 2nd, I'm going to imagine that will be our homecoming date. Uh, Brings UAB to Knoxville. I'm going to go Tennessee – but I would look at that game because they had a really good season last year. They did. So, I, I mean, we, I, have, we have too much. I mean, I agree. But when you look at the the smaller games we played, oh yeah, they really under Butch though. But like twenty four to nothing, Ohio. I mean, that's two scores away from letting them back in it, and then oh yeah, a call away from it getting real nasty. Ohio, UMass, like didn't Neela Mafia say something about he turned his Addy into an yeah watching those games? Yeah, yeah. So I would. I, it's probably not. Gonna but be I mean, I, again, I think with the Jerry Pro team, it's just it's probably different. Yeah, I, I think we win. I don't think it's pretty by any means. Um, <laughs> I don't think any game, any team we beat is going to be pretty. Right. Um, and then we head up to Kentucky, and guys, I don't know if you noticed this year, but we've owned them. They have only beaten us once, and that was at their place in basketball. So I'm taking, uh, I'm taking, taking us there. Ooh, you're taking Tennessee on Kroger Field, as am I. I'm I'm trying to go to that game. Yeah, I'd like to as well. Okay. Noted. You do you want to go together? We'll see. <laughs> Not make you drive yourself up there. Okay. Uh but yeah, I've got us win winning at Kentucky. They lost their best player. They're probably their two best players. Yeah. Um, so I I mean somebody they, said like Terry Wilson looked like a different animal. I'm just like, dude, Terry Wilson sucks. <laughs> it's also Kentucky. Yeah. I mean like he looked good again in the spring game. Whoop de do. Yeah. Exactly. And then we get another open date, uh, which is really late, I feel like. Maybe it's a normal. I don't know. Um, before you go to Missouri. Um, and unfortunately, I have us drop in that game to okay. Derek Dooley. I mean, Kelly Bryant, I just – if we lost to Drew Locke, 
with terrible receivers, we're going to lose Kelly Bryant with terrible, equally terrible receivers. I think if we're healthy, that's I feel like that's probably your biggest swing game is Missouri. Yeah, but uh, I've got us as a loss in my two early predictions. Yeah, it's a loss. God, that sucks. And then here's the big one. Here's your one where you can just go from barely getting bowl eligible to at least having a winning season. Vanderbilt. Yep. And I'm going to go win. Yep. But, you, man. I'll, I'll say this right now. Jeremy Pruitt, Tennessee Vols, you owe me this game. It, it, here, I will say this. And then you all know I'm not big on saying coaches are like, you know, year three. Talked about it with Tony Vitello. Year three is big. Big deal in terms of like how you where your coach is going to go after that. If you lose to Vanderbilt, no matter what you do in your bowl game, if you lose to Vanderbilt, you're going to start off year three in a really, really tough position. Yeah. Like, I feel like Vanderbilt, and maybe even that Missouri game, you could say, is going to really be the tone setter for how you start off year three. I'll say this. South Carolina is what makes or breaks Tennessee coaches at, at this place. I don't know. Butch beat South Carolina three times. I know, but he also... <laughs> Um, lost to South that, Carolina after about a week. That is that definitely is a tough tough game because it's right after Alabama usually. Whether it's by week or yeah, and I, I think but it, Alabama came in by week or breaks the rest of your season. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd say that. I would agree um, with that. so I feel like that is a big hump you have to get over this season. Beat South Carolina, you get some confidence back after probably losing four in a row. Um, and then you go play AB, get some more confident UAB, get some more confidence. Um, and then hopefully you're out. Hopefully you're able to win those last three games. Yeah, uh, we we didn't pick us to beat Missouri, but I feel like Kentucky it's and not Vanderbilt. Impo- you have to. We didn't pick it, but it is not out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. I don't think Mississippi State's out of the realm of possibilities. I think I like Georgia matchup better than Florida. Yeah, probably. Just because of who they have. Out wide, Georgia. We, we, we played them well. We lost thirty-eight yeah. to twelve or something, but we played them. Turnover, well. turnovers were the name of the game. Yeah, they weren't able to just straight up move the ball against us. And we, I mean, they had which is lucky dude. That now that saw. I now that I say it's really bad that we went and got their offense coordinator. Dang it! Yeah. God dang it! I hate being a Tennessee fan. Yeah. But it might be. I bad. don't hate it. I, I don't. I wanted Jim Chaney. I'm, I'm pleased with Jim Chaney. Um, they also had a tight end just pick up a fumble and run in for They did. So. That was a big seven points right there. Um, but, yeah, turnovers definitely dictated that game. Um, or missed opportunities of getting turnovers, yep. one or the other. Because, uh, I mean, that's different. That's a four-point or yeah, four point swing for them. Maybe even possibly seven. They might miss the field goal. I don't, ah, Goggle Dog's got them all. Never mind. I lied. Uh, most important of the week. Most important. And I've got bad news. My all of my stuff's on my phone, which is what we're using to live stream this. So I'll just make some stuff up. We'll see. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> or so I'll just let you take it away. I don't. I don't. Most know. important. We're having fun. The Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Their first playoff series win since 2001. Dang. When Ray Allen was part of that team. Oh yeah. Ray Allen was an NBA All Star that season. If that tells you like how long ago that was. Yeah. Somebody asked, like, what do you um what do you remember about it? They asked Ante Takumbo, what do you remember about the last Bucks? He's like, I don't know, seven years old. And he probably didn't watch basketball. <laughs> yeah. I mean he lived in like a where did he where's I he can't from? remember. I was trying I was about to say I don't, but I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a foreign country, but it's one that's not very common. Yep. So yeah. I thought that was crazy. Two thousand one. What's even crazier is my fellow of the week, but I'll let you go. I, I don't have anything currently. Um, I, I, That was my only one. Okay. Um, I'm super excited for the NFL draft. I feel like it's the last kind of big thing in football until football season. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. It's definitely like the final mark of yeah. like – God, now we're in off season. I mean, like we, and I think it's funny. You get, um, you get the Super Bowl where everyone's like, "Ah, oh, we're in off season," and then like college football fans at least are like, "All right, spring practice, that's cool. Spring game, cool. All right, now we're in off season." And then usually the drafts after spring practice, and you're like, "Okay, so it's like three times where you have to like let yourself down again." <laughs> but yeah, yeah, draft definitely kind of kicks that off. It's good stuff. So I'm excited about that. Um, it. It is in Nashville, which is pretty cool. 
So if you can go, if you have the opportunity, I would recommend you go. Because that's like one of my bucket list things to do is go to NFL draft. Obviously, I couldn't make it this year, but I will be there soon. <laughs> I like it. Fail. Um, what do you have? What do you have for fail? Fail the week. Um, the Detroit Pistons. Most consecutive playoff losses at fourteen. Oh God! Not that like not series losses. Actual games. You couldn't win a freaking game. Yeah. You got swept that that's many times. That's, that's horrible. That's so bad. I didn't really think about that. I kind of thought of it like one game, like so like you, you like March. Swept, I thought about that like March Madness. So you've been swept three times and lost the last two of that first series. So the, you've been swept three times. You haven't got a single win. Yeah, in that's the tough. You couldn't beat them once. You couldn't just like sit everybody. For like three games, and then at least play like the fourth game. All right, we're definitely gonna win this. Yeah, game. like third game, I'm probably just sitting everyone. Like, all right, we're gonna win the fourth one. Yeah, I, I you gotta end the streaks. Yeah, for you sure. gotta start somewhere. End streaks. I, I don't disagree. Streaks are meant to be broken, is what exactly. Streaks are meant to be broken. Um, guys, thank y'all for listening. We'll we'll come at you again Sunday night before Game of Thrones, probably more than likely. I'm not gonna give you a definite yes, but. More than likely. So maybe just previewing <laughs> some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll have some more uh, basketball, football news, whatever comes about. NFL draft news for sure. Of all baseball is they will be wrapping up their series with, or probably in the middle of their game with their final game with Arkansas. Or yeah. is it another weird Thursday, know. Friday, Saturday matchup? No, it's it's Friday Saturday, yeah. or Friday to Sunday. So, oh, no, it's a 5 p.m. game. So they will be in the middle of their game when we come at you. Uh, on Sunday. We'll come at you live again. We'll have the podcast uh, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all that stuff on armchair, uh, allamericans.com. So definitely, there's plenty of ways to listen to us. Listen to us. Check us out. Check our guys out at MyBookie. And get your shirt. And get your shirt. Well, Landon will tweet out the link later. Uh, don't forget to check out SeatGeek as well for any tickets you need. We appreciate you guys for listening. And Tennessee's up 2 to nothing right now in the seventh inning mm-hmm. over Gardner-Webb, so... Keep things rolling, boys. Um, And we're bringing the boat in, and we out.